0: Good morning <clears throat> so yesterday i was at the grove all day in the little hut tying reeds in preparation for this weekend it's going to be another big weekend i don't have nearly enough reeds made and i have just enough bales of greens to tie all the reeds that i'm going to tie i need about four bales per day and i had 12 bales <coughs> and on two separate occasions people came up to me and asked if they could buy a bale of greens. Now, in the past, I would have said yes and would have let that push me to come in earlier the next day to harvest an extra bale of greens that I wasn't anticipating, but I would have said yes because, well, I would have not wanted to let them down, and I would have wanted the money, frankly. And this time I said no to both of them. and They both looked pretty sour about it because they could see the big pile of greens, and I explained I have just enough for what I need. I think they could hardly believe that I was going to go through all of those bales of greens. Surely they could, I could spare one for them, right? <clears throat> My willingness in the past for my unwillingness to say no, let's couch it that way, stemmed from those two things I just described. First of all, a a poverty mindset that told me that money from the bale of greens now as a certain thing, was better than six or seven times the amount of money that I could get if I made reeds with it instead. and eh, more like five times. If I made reeds with no, six or seven, depending on the size of the, the reeds that I made. So, but, you know, that was uncertain, and here we are now. I should say yes to this person, and then inconvenience my life for the sake of this extra relatively small amount of money. And as I've begun to earn more money, it was like I reached a threshold, a switch flipped in my head where instead of thinking, I'm going to say yes to anything that anybody wants, because even if it inconveniences me, it's money in the bank and I'm willing to be inconvenienced to all of a sudden feeling like, no, I'm not willing to be inconvenienced and it's not worth it. And that was an interesting, was an interesting change to go through because I spent most of my life in the former state. Now, curiously enough, There, were, there have been lots of things that I've decided not to do for money, right? I mean, the reason why I was making not much money was because I didn't even consider jobs that I felt I wouldn't like, but that would have made me more money. They weren't even on the table. So ironically, this place of want was of my own doing and came from feeling like I was okay with having less so long as it was on my own terms. And let me tell you, that only gets you so far. It's a trap either way, and it's a trap you work your way out of either way. And you can end up in a place of having less and Saying no to situations like that, even though uh, it's not the right thing to say yes, simply because you having, for reasons of what you want your life to be, having decided I'm not going to do these other things, you now find yourself needing to say yes in circumstances where you would rather say no, simply because you've said no so many times that you've got to say yes at some point. And the second reason why I was bad at saying no in the past, as I said, was because I hated to say no. I wanted to be able to... Well, see, I'm phrasing it this way. I didn't want to be disagreeable. I'm not a disagreeable person. And I don't like saying no. (coughs) And it took me a while to... Not only to learn how to say no, but also to get comfortable with the reasons why I would say no, which is essentially is valuing my life over someone else's life, right? When these women came and asked me for a bale of greens and I said no. I didn't have a good solution for them. There wasn't someone else I could point them towards. I One of them, I said, is there anything else I could do? I said, well, you can go cut down a really big tree, and it's 40 bucks because they're flat rate, and then you can cut all the greens off of it. She said, I'm not prepared to do that with my time. And I said, I'm really sorry. I don't have anything for you. Right? But essentially what what I'm saying when I'm saying no to them is that The money that you're offering me in this moment is not worth inconveniencing my life by the, whatever, 30 minutes, 15 minutes it would take, 15 to 30 minutes it would take for me to go cut a new one. And in years past, I would say yes. And then I'd find myself running out of greens on one of these busy days and like rushing up the road or into the grove to try and cut, you know, half bale of greens here, half bale of greens there, just to have some stuff to tie wreaths with on those last, as as people are showing up. Say on a Sunday morning, I'd, I'd have used up all my greens on Saturday and I wouldn't have enough. And so part of maturing and understanding more what it takes to, where the, where the low-hanging fruit is in actually getting the business to be more efficient, one of them is don't do that. Be a professional. Show up with the right materials to do your thing all day long and to take maximum advantage of the people who you know are going to show up wanting reeds. Now, if somebody asked me on the very last weekend, like next weekend, hey, can I have a bale of greens? I might be more inclined to say yes because then the calculus is a little different. It's a little, uncertain. It's a little less certain how many wreaths are going to sell, but this weekend, I know that especially given how many wreaths I have made, see, that's the other thing. Also, if I'd had twice as many wreaths made, I probably would have said yes to one of these women but I knew that I was going to need to be tying reeds all day and that I would still probably run out of reeds. And I certainly didn't want to run out of the ability to get reeds because I'd run out of greens. There's a final and much smaller reason why I said no to these women. And it's it's not actually a reason, it's more like a Fortuitous thing that came out of saying no, which is that next year, if they decide to come and get greens from me, these two women are much more likely to call me in advance and say, "Hey, can I have some greens?" Because I said to both of them, "Look, you know, if you call me in advance, I can arrange to have them ready for you. Like, and I even I said I said I can have them for you by Monday." But they both needed them. Uh, they both wanted them for this weekend. But now they know that I d- I'm not always going to have what they need, they need to call in advance, which is a much healthier relationship to have with someone, especially if you're super busy. You cannot make yourself available to the desires and needs of other people at a moment's notice. There are very few people in life that you should do that with. Your family is probably it. Right? If your family needs you, you're available. And even then, you should try to create healthy boundaries so that you know that if they really need you, they'll let you know, but that they won't just ask you for things without thinking first about how it might impact you and what you're trying to do. Why should we let customers do that to us as well? Now, if you're super poor and you just need money, then to some extent you bend over backwards to say yes to things. But that doesn't lead to a good long-term dynamic. I don't remember either of these women, but it's quite possible that last year or the year before they showed up, similar thing, and I hemmed and hawed and said, okay, and that gave them the sense of, oh, that works. You know, one of them was really kind of dragging her heels. I'm sure hoping that I was going to change my mind. Which speaks to the fact that I probably changed my mind in a future year. In a sorry, in a in a year past. So Saying no, when it establishes a proper boundary of respect of the other person's time, of your time, when it demands respect from the other person of your time, is also a good side benefit. I wouldn't say that that should be the only reason you should do it, obviously. If you could do it and you're just saying no because the other person didn't show you enough respect, you need to look at yourself and get off your high horse. But, it does set you up for a better dynamic going forward. This is a hard thing to do. Like I said, I've I've been bad at saying no. I've always wanted to be able to say yes to people for any number of reasons. But every time I say no, not only gets a little easier, but it also becomes clear to me how, what I gain with that ability, I gain back my time that I otherwise would have given away. I gain back the ability to plan and preordain what I want to do with my time based on what I think is going to work out best for me part of what happens when you are working retail is that especially if somebody asks something of you that is not great but not but it's still they still want to spend money but it's i imagine this happens to people who have to haggle a lot is like well what do you decide to do god i'd hate to be a car salesman you know what do you decide to do when you have the option of selling a car but for not nearly as much money as you'd hoped do you say yes and if you do say yes there are all of these same dynamics going on except for the fact that it's not a recurring thing but you know you're essentially it's money out of your pocket if you say yes, on the other hand, a sale is a sale, and so I think it a lot depends on the circumstances surrounding the situation, but I will say, having no in your repertoire has proven to be invaluable for me. I'm so happy I said no. It makes me so calm going into this weekend, <coughs> and it's Shocking to me how quickly it's water under the bridge. There's no second guessing that decision on my part. It's just very clear as soon as I said no that, oh, of course I'm saying no. And yet you can be so tempted in the moment to say yes and throw everything that you've planned out of whack. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.